We know very little about Jesus' first 30 years of life, except for an event when he was 12, where we encounter him as a young man already marked with a sense of purpose and calling. So may it be for us. God is looking for people who know what they're living for and change their surroundings rather than yielding to them. Here's Pastor Jim Bradford with today's Central Moment. So good to be with you for Central Moments again today. I hope you're enjoying this week between New Year's and Christmas. And uh, we, I just want to visit a moment in Jesus' life growing up with you <clears throat> that brings us to the issue of destiny, calling, and purpose in our lives. Now, our assignment may change from year to year, but God's purpose doesn't. God's calling um, your identity as a called person, laid hold of by God, here on purpose. I mean, if anything, as you enter a new year, I'd want it would be um, for you to have that living relationship with Jesus full of the Holy Spirit, but that you then you go into this year, not, not as somebody who belongs to yourself, not somebody full of insecurities about who you are or, or, or how important you are, but you'll see yourself in Christ. Your identity will, rock, identity will be rock solid. We see this forming in Jesus' life when he was just 12 years old. At the end of Luke uh, 2, it says, Every year Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to the festival according to the custom. So they lived in the north in Nazareth. They came down uh, probably close to 60 miles down south to Jerusalem. And when he was 12, they went up to the festival according to the custom. And after the festival was over, while his parents were returning home, they would have been in an entourage traveling together for safety. It would have been at least a three-day trip by foot. After the festival was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. But they were unaware of it. So it was a big entourage. They didn't happen to see Jesus, but they just assumed he was there. He was probably playing with his brothers or his cousins or all the other. He was in the crowd somewhere. But after three days, uh, but after a while, on for one day they traveled, then they began to look for him. said, boy, it's been a day since we've seen Jesus. Where is he? When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. And this is where the three days comes in. They looked through Jerusalem for three whole days. Now, even though he was the son of God, they didn't think to look in the temple at first. Uh, they, they looked for him, all obviously, everywhere else until finally they found him in the temple courts. The third day, they said, we better look at the temple courts. There's always people milling around the temple courts. And there they found Jesus. What was he doing? He was sitting among the teachers. And he was both listening to them and asking them questions. This is a remarkable sign of maturity, that the that, that temple teachers, he listened to them as if he was understanding what they were saying, and he was smart enough to know the questions to ask. And everyone, verse 47, who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. I mean, he was actually answering questions himself. He was a 12-year-old kid among all these adults. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished. They didn't think they'd find him here doing that. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Paraphrase that. Jesus, what on earth are you doing? We've been worried sick. I mean, where have you been and what, what, what would you do? Why didn't you at least 
tell us you weren't leaving Jerusalem with us. Well, he answered, why were you searching for me? Why were you searching for me, he asked. Didn't you know that I had to be right here in my father's house? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. And this was Jesus um, embracing his identity uniquely as the son of God. He just wasn't another kid in the playground. He was here on a mission. His identity was that he was sent to die for the sins of the earth. And, 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 and for us to be able to come into a relationship with God through his mission and his ministry. Jesus had this sense of identity that wasn't even clear to his parents, but it was clear to him even at 12 years old. Marked with purpose, marked with a God-centered identity. And it, it is like what that friend of mine once said, God's looking for people who know what they're living for, who live at 100%, and who change their surroundings rather than just yielding to them. Listen, if you can go into 2024 with a secure sense of identity of who you are in Christ and that he has carved you out uniquely for specific purpose, then I don't know what some of your assignments may be in the future, but you will live with an unshakable sense that I'm here on purpose, I'm here sent by God. May he give you that sense as we enter 2024. Father, thank you for this. Thank you for your calling on every one of our lives. If we're breathing, you have a purpose. We were born on purpose. We live on purpose. And that purpose is centered in Christ and who we are in you. May we become confident in that. May we become fearless. May we become risk takers for the kingdom of God because we are marked with your purpose. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.